Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast, we are strictly talking about Inhumans. Woo! Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. Oh, Jeff Randall, episode three of Inhumans. Yeah, man. We've seen we, uh, it now. We're, we're back to... We, we, the last two episodes, we didn't even cast about them because we'd already cast about them when the IMAX experience... Um, and we should still talk about the slight little bit that was added in for those yeah. two. Um, sure. I mean, you know, there wasn't much to it, honestly. Right. There wasn't much that got added in. There was a little subplot where it kind of explained... I guess we should spoiler. <laughs> right. Spoiler alert for Inhumans. We're going to talk about Inhumans. So, yeah. <laughs> You're listening to the episode about the Inhumans. We're going to talk about it. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, so... First, you know, the first episode where uh, Maximus is taking over, like, they, they left out a little subplot about um, him taking on the Genetic Council and, like, killing the Genetic Council's leader. Um, you know, we saw kind of his motivations a little bit more, like, a little deeper. Honestly, there wasn't that much taken out. I don't know why they didn't just leave it in and put that, you know... Because the they wanted to be able to say, you have to watch it on TV, too. That's so stupid. It's real stupid. <sighs> Paid like $14 to go watch it, and they didn't show it all to me. <laughs> <laughs> like, why? So there was that one, and then there was another small subplot of... Oh, God, I, I honestly don't even remember. See, and, and that's something that... Like that's, him, that's bad. Him killing the leader of the Genetic Council uh, probably would have made him feel a little more evil to me. Yeah. Um, because, uh, okay, truth be told, I haven't watched the, the ones on uh, on Hulu now. The, the, the ones that came out on Hulu now. I've only seen the ones in the IMAX. And I'm still kind of Team Maximus. <laughs> Yeah. Well, Especially I mean, in this episode. <laughs> episode three, he doesn't do anything evil. He just talks about how he wants to free his people. And uh, and I know that he has, like, his own motives. And he wants to have power for power's sake, which is always evil. But so far, he just... He's trying to throw off the caste system, which seems like it actually does have some issues. Um, So he might not yeah. be perfect, but I... <laughs> He might not be perfect, but he doesn't seem like an evil guy to me. And we've got some feedback about that, but I just... He just I, seems a little misguided is all. Yeah. I just I just don't... I, I just feel like they're not establishing these characters well. They're trying to throw us in the middle of a story that... I don't feel like I care enough about any of them yet. Um, bum, and, bum, bum. like, like uh, what's, the, what's the character that can kind of see the future? Karnak. Oh no, not Karnak. Uh, the kid. No, uh, no, no, no. I'm thinking. I'm thinking of Karnak. I think the one the with the tattoos who... on his face. Yeah, that's Karnak. Okay, yeah, Karnak losing his powers. Uh, in this episode, seems like super weird. Like that seems like a season two thing. Like we've only yeah. seen him use his powers once, and we've already got Medusa's lost her powers, and Black Bolt never can use his powers. And and then, and then you've got like, uh, and the one time we've seen him use his powers, well, with the exception of killing his parents, it was a mistake, and they should have never let him like flip a car because that's just stupid. Um, it's yeah, the whole was, 
there was what? no indication that somebody got hurt in that either. Like on in IMAX or on TV, there was no indication that somebody got hurt, and now they're just like, "You put somebody in the hospital, man." Yeah, like, oh, I guess there were did people, he? I guess there were people in that car. <laughs> I guess, but it doesn't really. It doesn't matter. I understand. I think it's weird that they're like taking all their powers away. It's like establish their powers first. Like make them. Are, are they all so powerful? You have to nerf them this early. Um, it's just kind of weird. Yeah, I think that uh, that same argument was made uh, about Medusa specifically. Um, yeah, after you know the IMAX premiere, it's like, wh- why would you like? Wh- who is Medusa with her hair? Why do you just immediately take her hair away? Yeah, that's like, how I, feel. I need to know who she is. That's how I feel about Karnak too. And then the Gorgon storyline is super problematic to me. Like, who are these surfer dudes, and why are they joining his quest? Like yeah. they and get, Howard, <laughs> where do they get those guns and the crossbows? Well, they talked. They talked about how they were soldiers, but like, you so, don't get to keep it. Well, no, but you. It's very likely so a lot of soldiers have their own weaponry. Like that's fine. Um, I don't. I don't really have a huge problem with them having weaponry, but it is weird that he landed, met a group of surfer guys, and they were just like. They just happen to be like yeah, like man. Special forces. We 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 just we we happen to be a battalion of special forces troops, <laughs> and we'll just for no reason at all join your quest. You seem like an honorable guy. I mean, you have hoofs for feet. Of course, you're going to be a good guy. Like I don't know what, why. <laughs> why did they join him at all? There's no. It's not like they saw him in. Tri- like I think they help him out of the water, right? Yeah, he was drowning because he was looking for Triton. And I get, like, you help someone, like, oh, this guy's in trouble. Like, you help the person in trouble, but you don't, like, join them in trying to murder people. It just <laughs> it just didn't make any sense. And then all of it didn't work, so he just put a bunch of civilians in danger. Um, yeah. And then carries the one that got hurt out. That's all very tells strange. tells everybody to run. <laughs> that, that, whole, that whole thing just really bothered me. Like, why are these people fighting for him? I don't know, man. I I don't know. There's so many things that are wrong with the series, and it's like I watch it, and I'm just like, well, it's not like terrible, but it's definitely not great. So Breaking Bad is one of one of the best shows ever. I think it's. I'm. I think I'm the first person to ever say that, though. Um, <laughs> I think it's a totally. hot take. Breaking Bad's real good, uh, <laughs> but the the. The writers of the show talk about how they would like to write themselves into a box. And then the way they get out of these boxes that they write themselves into is like, what would our character do? Like, what would this character in this circumstance do? And these shows seem to have no, like, thought of that at all. It's just like, we have a series of events that we want to happen. So we are going to engineer them in a way that they just happen. Yep. And it just doesn't feel natural at all. And Maximus doesn't feel like a bad guy yet, really. Um, maybe with the new addition uh, of him killing the genetic council. But then, like, if he believes the genetic council has been perpetrating, like, enslavement of the under race, like, maybe it makes sense that he killed the guys in the genetic council. Maybe all of his actions make sense. No, like He only killed one of them. He killed the genetic council's leader. And he, like he told him he was too scared of Maxima or not too scared of Black Bolt to stand up to him and, and, uh, support Maximus. Yeah. And how did they, 
how did Black Bolt not kill lots of people when he got out of the tube and, and, and like, oh, yeah, God. Like, like we, we saw people leave that tube and they were like, hey, look, I have powers. Like, they had to discover yeah, their powers. I don't feel anything different. In a room full of people. And it was like, somehow, I guess they just, he luckily was completely silent as he left the chamber and then went through the genetic testing. He was just, happened to be silent and then later on he kills his parents. Well, they did say that sometimes it takes a little bit to manifest. That's... So maybe it was like he walks out and is like, oh, I don't feel too much different. And then like maybe something falls off a shelf or something. That's true. That's true. That that they did say that. So that that that, that at least allows me to headcanon it. Um, we shouldn't have to headcanon it, though. I know. It's, uh, it's just really frustrating. So far a frustrating show. It has potential. I don't hate all the characters, and and uh, it feels a little <laughs> bit like it feels a little silly, like the um, the whole Medusa the whole, Medusa talking to the ATM felt silly, which is fine. I don't mind a little silliness in my shows, but it's just it's you have consistent though. Because they, they can see everything that's happening like across all television and everything on Earth. Like They get all those broadcasts. They've got the two people that are sitting above the TV. I guess they're the antenna, whatever. But like you, they can see everything that's happening on Earth. She says, I hear cars in the first episode. She should know what the, what the hell an ATM is. She looks at a credit card later in the episode and is just like, oh, I'm keeping this. And like, and I'm assuming they can. They've got this. They've got this uh, lockjaw. I'm assuming they've gone back and forth. And then the scene where lockjaw gets hit by the ATV was oh. so bonkers to me. It was sad, yes, but like, how do you miss that? How do you not see that in front of you? How with do you not see on? it coming? You also have the ability to immediately teleport out of the way. Like, well, he was. It looked like he was tired and and sleepy and that's laid true. Down. That's true. So, but still, though, you have brakes on that ATV. Your lights were on. I could see them. They were on. Yeah. You should see this big thing in front of you that's going to be like, oh, I can't stop. Or not, I can't run over it. Uh, like, I can't get around it. I should stop. I just felt like it was such a contrived thing. Like, for, the, for him to fall asleep on a road <laughs> and then for, him to, for them to not see the thing coming at all or the thing not to see them in the, in the road. Like, it just... It just felt like another thing where they're like, you know what we need? We need this. We need to hurt the dog. I don't know, like, for whatever plot reason in the future. So let's just have him hit by this guy. Also, we need the princess to meet this ATV driver. Like, oh, I feel like the next episode. I knew that was going to happen, too. I was like, oh, he's going to take off his helmet, and she's going to be smitten by this guy. And she's going to want to stay on Earth because of, you know, human, whatever. Like, uh, yeah, well, it sounds like there's a lot going on with the Inhumans on Earth, and it's interesting that they're tying it so closely to Agents of Shield, and that like the Inhumans are being hunted. I love the I love the idea of this guy that uh, Black Bolt got in the helicopter with. Um, that's all intriguing to me. That that sounds interesting. I'm I'm, int- I'm interested in that. I'm interested in this this lady who's falling around, and maybe she's a journalist. Uh, I guess. Um, oh no no no! That's that's the other subplot that got cut out from the first. Uh, episode or two was her name is louise she is the one that was driving the rover that gorgon smashed on the moon and she like found energy signatures right around that time that all centered on hawaii like transported from the moon to hawaii 
uh, which is um, Lockjaw's energy signature from when he teleports. So she was like, I think that somebody from the moon came here and went to the island of Oahu. And she's just like, I need to go and find out. And her boss is like, maybe you should take some time off. And she's like, yeah, I'll take some time off. Okay. Cause he's, so, yeah, that's the, yeah. that's the other scene I didn't see. So I didn't know who that was. Um, but all that, all that seems like it could be interesting. Um, at least there's motivations there for all of those characters to be being put together. Um, this whole scene with uh, Karnak in the pot growers, like, yeah. Okay. The pot acre. I've never met, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not, a, I don't know a ton of people who grow pot, but like in today's world, it doesn't seem like pot growers would be like, let's kill them uh, for the most part. <laughs> like it's kind of a different time now. They could have at least had it be like a different drug. I don't know. Just that just didn't seem very genuine to me. <laughs> yeah. And it kind of came out of nowhere. Like, yeah. Like what? What? Like the fact that Gorgon landed and immediately <laughs> took up with a bunch of special forces people, and Karnak landed and is is like going to join in with some criminal a criminal enterprise. It's like I just feel like someone would have like landed in the backyard of a of a nice family. Like, <laughs> like what the hell is going on in Hawaii? <laughs> yeah, like what are they saying? What are they, what is the subtext about Hawaii in this episode that or in this series so far that? It's all criminals and like militias. Like I don't, I don't understand. Yeah, like totally. literally, that's all we've seen so far is different criminals and different militias. It's like what? Uh... And then there came that whole thing of like, you know, when we had a king once, <laughs> and then the mainlanders came and told us that we were a state. I'm like, you weren't alive for that. There's no way you were alive for that. Well, no, but that, that that's fine. I mean, he's talking about his ancestors. That's fine. To I get that, that but, like, at no point has that been, like, that came out of nowhere. It, it hasn't been, like, established of, like, hey, yeah, we like to go with the old ways and stuff like that. Like, it was just like, no, we're surfer guys. And then it's like, oh, nope, we're not just surfer guys. We're also militia who have a degree in history and <laughs> like to talk about our king. Well, I have a feeling that anyone that grew up in Hawaii probably knows about their history. <laughs> nah. Um, I think that's probably uh, nah. It's outside of the realm of possibility. <laughs> we crazy all crazy to think we all that. have to take Alabama history in school here. I'm assuming. Do you I'm, remember any of it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, some. I, if <laughs> if we had had a king, I probably would. Maybe I probably know that we had a king. Anyway, it sounds like <laughs> it just it just sounded like it was their way of giving that guy a motivation to join Gorgon's fight. That he, he oh, you serve a though. king. I my people once served a king, but like that's just such a loose thread to have them fight for. Like the concept of a monarchy is that what we're fighting for? Is that what this whole show is fighting for? <laughs> I don't understand. Like the whole the arc of humanity has been to throw off the monarchs and like have democracy be a thing like independent thought is this whole show about like how we should return to monarchs i don't understand <laughs> i'm really confused by i don't know what scott buck is doing yeah i think that's how we all feel i really don't let's let's talk about some feedback other people did not feel okay. nearly as negative about this i actually no one's talked about episode three but uh, let's talk and see what everybody else is saying all right, so J.E. Dowdy said to us on Facebook, just saw Inhumans. I don't know what all the hate is about. 
Is it the best show ever? No, far from it, but it ain't god-awful. I respect your opinion to believe that, J.E. Dowdy. <laughs> I, respect your, Maybe. I respect your right to believe that. No, I, I, I agree with him that it's not nearly as awful as the trailers made it out to be and as maybe some people are making it out to be. And the reviewers at the beginning. But it's just not real good. And there's big holes in motivations. Like, the characters don't make sense yet. Well, see, the issue is that we've got, from the same studio, we've got quality, amazing TV in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. recently. Like, that's what they're doing right now. Why would you, why would you let something happen that's not at least half as good as that? Like, yeah. you have the ability and the, the materials. Like, you've got the resources to make something incredible and... You haven't. Not not yet. All right, let's just... And you're, and you're linking it to it. You're linking it to the good stuff. Stop. Yeah. I mean, I mean, well, they're just trying something, I guess. <laughs> it's just, it's just, it just seems like, I, and I don't... Is this the experimental wanna, fourth album of the, of the band? Right. And I don't want to, I don't want to rag on Scott Buck completely because it, some of this may not be his fault, but it just seems like... Both of his shows have big overarching problems with motivations and characters. Like, why do I care about these people? And why are they doing what they're doing? And that is important stuff. Like, that is, at its core, the only important stuff about a TV show. Like, you can have a show that's not, uh, not about superheroes. Uh, you can have a show about all kinds of worlds. And, and as long as you have the characters have motivations that are compelling... And interesting. Um, you don't need the special effects. You don't need anything else. All you need is good characters and reasons they're doing what they're doing, and a, and a compelling reason to follow them. And no, yeah. these shows don't have that at their core, and that's the problem. They're like fine, like if they they, they seem like they're interpreting the comic book, like in a at least saying somewhat true to comics, but like. In a visual way. In a visual way, yeah. But who cares if, if I don't care about the characters? I don't care about any of it. Uh, let's, let's move on. Sorry. That was supposed <laughs> to be like, he, he, Jay Daddy said something good about the show, and we just shit on it for another five minutes. So, uh, <laughs> Sorry. All right, so Sherman Smith said to us on Facebook, In Humans Feedback, It seems Maximus was right, but there was a lot of unnecessary killing and attempted murder. Crystal seems a little racist, saying with disgust that Maximus is just a human. Obviously, Maximus is not evil, but that girl fighting Medusa was psychotic. Obviously, a power struggle between two leaders. Not a fight against good and evil. Overall, pretty good. They have six episodes to flesh out the characters' motivations and maybe show the royal family the error of their ways. I hope so. That's a a good take. Yeah. Yeah. I still... I just... You got to establish early motivations. I I agree with you. Like, and I, I think because when you establish it early, that's when it convinces me to keep going. Yeah, like there's no reason for me to care about all these actions they're taking if we don't have good reasons to care. Uh, but yeah, like if they end up doing that, I'll be more compelled for sure. If it ends up. The story was about Black Bolt needing to learn how to be a good king, and that his caste system was a little off. You know, um, yeah. 
but I don't think that's what they're where they're going with it. It doesn't seem like. It seems like they're going with a, uh, you know, the royal family is good and uh, all of Maximus and his people are bad. <laughs> just the way they shoot it and the way they talk, and it just seems like that. And it's not supported by facts yet. <laughs> yet. So Brandon said to us on Twitter, at MCUcast, and humans is not, in all caps, good. Ten minutes into season one, episode one. Yeah. I'm with you, Brandon. <laughs> Although I think at that point I did think it was kind of good. The, the very first scene of Inhumans it was, pretty. was gorgeous. It and was I was really pretty. interested to see what was happening. Uh, and we haven't seen... Oh, yeah, she died. She got shot. Who? I was like, we haven't seen that girl since then. The girl that was with Triton. Oh, okay. She like she got shot and fell down, and he just kept running. Oh, I didn't, I didn't remember her getting shot. Okay, uh, so yeah, and Triton is still somewhere, probably. Yeah, I, I guess Gorgon gave up. I don't know. Like, they they give me a character at the very beginning of the show. They take him away also at the very beginning of the show. Don't make me care about him in the in the short span that he's there. And then want me to care about other people looking for him. And then I'm guessing they're probably going to bring him back later and have it be this big thing where he's back now. But I still don't care about him. See, I feel, I, I will say, in the moments, the very first moments of the show, I did care about him. Uh, Triton, I cared about him because he was helping someone. And, like, someone else was being chased by men with guns and he shows up to help. Like, that's a classic, like, set, him, set up the good guys moment. And unless you subvert that, it kind of st- he sticks as a good guy in our head. But they didn't; do- they only did that with his character, and then haven't showed his character again for three episodes. And so, yep, there's no reason that anyone else is a good guy necessarily, <laughs> um, except they're on the same team as that guy. So I guess that was a- them trying to establish the royal family as you know helpers. There of- are some good people on this team. Yeah, and the- but they haven't done that any- with anyone else yet. Except for people uh, just whining about Maximus taking over their their throne, which uh, who cares? I don't care about your throne. I don't care who's on the throne. Democracy, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the Fed the says to us on Twitter at MCUcast, listening to your hashtag in humans review, and I'm not sure why you say the good guys aren't good guys, quote unquote. I also don't get why it's a bad thing if the bad guy may be right in his motives. He's still a villain in his actions. I yeah. I just think that I, I don't care if they're not good guys. If they're not good guys and their motives are bad and they're bad guys, that's fine too. But give me a compelling reason to care either way. I don't think I'm answering his question. <laughs> um sorry, Fish. Um yeah, I just yeah. I, 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 don't, I just don't think that so far Maximus has shown himself to be that evil, um, or that the Inhumans have shown themselves to be that good. So it makes it hard for me to root for a side. Yeah, and it's not it's not that necessarily that he's a villain either. He's at this point he's just an antagonist because it looks like he wants to do the right thing for his people. He might be a little misguided in how that goes. We're not sure yet. He seems a little short-sighted, though. and uh, I think in the end, just based on the motivations we're given for Maximus, is Maximus's arc is not about helping his people. I think he is he only cares about uh, 
getting power that he was denied. Yeah. Uh, he, and he wants to be king. And that's why yeah, he's doing we, all this. But we saw some of that in the flashback, too. Like, that's how they're trying to establish that is like, yes, from an early age. He was like, so, but if Black Bolt dies, then I'm king. Yeah. It's like he doesn't care about his brother dying. He just wants to be king. And that that definitely I don't think Maximus is a good guy. I just have not. I've yet to be shown that like the good guys are good guys. <laughs> it's not the, I haven't been shown that he's a good guy, but I also haven't been shown that he's a bad guy. I mean, definitely some of his actions have been bad. Yeah, and definitely some of his motivations seem selfish. So, like, there's definitely something in there saying Maximus is is is, is dark. But like, well, there is there is that like super creepy like trying to seduce Medusa in the hallway kind of thing. Oh uh, yeah, that was definitely that was definitely one of the more heavy handed moments of like he's a bad guy. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Ashley Ann Coffin said to us on Twitter, Adams, you cast the Inhumans dot dot dot. Even from the TV show cartoon, I never felt the that the Inhumans were exactly quote unquote good guys. That may be. I, I've I've never seen any other stuff with the Inhumans, really. So this is yeah, my first experience. They're not heroes. They just want to exist on their own, and like that's cool and all. But like they're they're powered people, so they're superheroes, right? I, I mean, even if they're not heroes, even if their their only motivation is to save their own uh, their own like way of life, like if that's what you're getting at or that's what they're getting at with the show, make me care about their way of life. You know? Yeah. I think I cared yeah. more about um, the way of life of that other inhuman colony. Uh, you, you know, in, in, in Age oh, of Shield. Oh, Afterlife? The after, Afterlife, afterlife. Yeah. yeah. I ca- that, that seemed like more of a utopia and a beautiful place to be. You know what I mean? Um than yeah. this does. This seems like kind of a dystopia. And so why would I want to keep that in place? Like why does why am I why do I care about these people who want to keep their control over their dystopia? <laughs> That's just like what's what are they mining? Why do they need mines? What what do you mine on the moon? Yeah. What is what what is they've got so much technology and they have teleportation abilities like what are they getting out of the moon that they're having to force all how like a large portion of their population down there. And especially like a large portion of just because they don't have powers like, or, or, or flashy powers is what we seem to like. Yeah. It looks like because they're not useful, they're mining. Yeah. It seems that just, that seems very dystopian. Yeah. It's again, like you have no control over your own destiny. Uh, you, you, the way you're born is the way we treat you. Like that's all villainy. That's all bad things. That's all bad philosophies that we don't want from heroes. And you can say they're not heroes. That's fine. I still need a reason. They're the protagonist. I still need a reason to root for them. If that's what the show wants me to do. If the show wants them to be like a weird anti-hero that I'm not rooting for them. I'm like just enjoying their presence. Like, you don't always root for you're not necessarily rooting for Deadpool. Um, Deadpool, you enjoy watching him because he's fun to watch, uh, and he's a, he can be a kind of a bad guy though. And so you don't necessarily want him to win. You just don't want him to. Uh, you don't want him to die because you enjoy him. <laughs> um, yeah. 
that's 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 a great way to do an antihero. Wolverine can sometimes be the same way, although over the years they've made Wolverine more and more just a hero. They've just slowly turned him in he's just especially in the movies, he's just a hero. Um <laughs> but he can't resist the call. An antihero is a fine thing to do, but that's not they're not doing that either, you know? Yeah. They're, yeah. they're they're trying to make me think these are the heroes based on the way the show is structured. Um but they're brutal. They're just as brutal as the other side. The way Medusa kill, tried to kill that woman uh, by that truck and threw her in that tarp, like, that's... Oh, yeah, stabbed her repeatedly. Stabbed her repeatedly. That was really dark. Maybe she knew she wouldn't die from that. We ta- I think we talked about that in the last episode, but um, I don't know, man. That was all weird. Yeah. yeah. If, 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 they, if they meet again and Medusa is surprised by the fact that she survived... Then I'm going to be like, Medusa, you just like murdered her straight up. Yeah, you were just brutally, just attempted murder, just insanely, like the, the fury in her eyes. There was no like thought there. Yeah. It was just all well, kill. There's a certain thing to be said for self-defense, but once you stab someone like three times, you're probably good. <laughs> like she just stabby, 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 stabby. Like she just kept stabbing and stabbing and stabbing. <laughs> Uh, that look in your eyes, Medusa, it was inhuman. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Randy said to us on Twitter, Adam, so you cast four decades of reading comics, and I'm treated to Queen Medusa talking to an ATM. <laughs> Hashtag inhumans. That sounds insulting, Randy. Oh, no, it is. It is. Because that's the, that's the thing. It's like, she's inconsistent, and that irritates the shit out of me, is she should know how the hell an ATM works. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Jason Hicks said to us uh, on Twitter, Hey, at MCU guest, is it weird that Auron seems to be able to center her chi better than Danny Rand? Hashtag Inhumans, hashtag S1E2. Which one's Auron? The one that Medusa stabbed. Oh, oh, is that how she healed? Yeah, she like did her hands in a funky way. Like, um, <laughs> I think it was in the stinger at the end of the second episode right. or something. Right, 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 um, right. She, like, did her hands in a weird way, like, centered her chi, and then just kind of rubbed her hand sort of in a circle around where the wounds were, and it, 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 all, it all healed. Gotcha. Yeah. I'm so, assuming that's her power. Yeah. But, yeah, <laughs> definitely. But that's his power, too, and he doesn't seem to be very good at it. Um, <laughs> well, you know, sometimes the power of... The un, of Shaolau the Undying takes a little bit to manifest. <laughs> I think you're confusing your Scott Buck shoes. Oh, my bad. All right. Well, that's a lot of feedback. Anything else you have to say about this episode or these first three episodes? <sighs> Let's just hope that it gets better. I I hope so. I really hate being on. Uh, you know, I hate just coming on here and crapping on a show i really don't like doing that i don't i don't have any desire for the show to be bad i just man the the thing that matters more than anything else is characters and motivations and if you just can't get that right or can't even you don't even give it any thought it seems like then you just you start in a bad place yeah that's where your show should start the germ of the idea should be this is an intriguing character arc this is an intriguing motivation it shouldn't be like you know what I think we can make all these characters look like the comics. <laughs> uh, that's one thing that a lot of the people uh, online were 
kind of against the show for. Um, you know, the, the, the costumes didn't look great. And they didn't look like they did in the comics, but uh, that's kind of the least important thing. Yeah, it really is. It's like not such a not such a huge issue if you you know. I don't care if they look like they're all wearing weird biker leather. It's like make a good show, make make compelling characters. All right, man. Well, I think that's about it for us for this uh, Inhumans review. Yep, yep. That's I don't really have anything else to go on top. Cool. Well, guys, we're the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. Reach out to us at mcucast.com, at mcucast on Twitter, facebook.com, slash mcucast, mcucast at gmail.com, or call us at 573-CAST-MCU, 573-CAST-MCU, to leave a voicemail. Um, and we'll play it on the cast and use it as some feedback. Uh, if you'd like to support the show, Go to patreon.com slash mcucast. Lots of cool rewards there. And uh, we're actually going to be sending out our first round of uh, gifts or like uh, thank you tote bag type thing. <laughs> tote bag. T-shirt. Uh, there's going to be a first t-shirt. round of t-shirts. There's going to be t-shirts and uh, the swag. I couldn't remember the word swag. <laughs> I'm obviously not cool. Uh, we're going to send out some, some swag here in a couple weeks because uh, we hit the six-month mark of our patrons. So that's exciting. And we're gonna uh, once you get six months of patronage at the two dollar level, you get a swag, swag package from us. So, swag pack MCU cast. So if you want to get in on that first first round of uh, MCU cast swag, um, and because uh, once we do six months of that one, we're probably gonna start over with a new new t shirt, new new swag altogether. So, um, so check. I want my face on a coffee mug. <laughs> I, I wouldn't mind my face on a coffee mug. That could be cool. Or even have it like shaped like a coffee mug, <laughs> or not shaped like, but the coffee mug shaped like me. <laughs> yeah. Or I want to have myself face. shaped like a coffee mug. Wait, yeah, just smooth my face out. That's not how that you works. Uh, just kind of cylinder me. <laughs> all right, well, guys, uh, that's all. That's all good. Uh, so check that out: Patreon.com/slash/MCUcast. Or if you're looking to support us in a whole different way, uh, you should check out. Uh, Jeff's podcast, Kitty and D. Kitty and D, man. It's Kitty, the word Kitty and D, as in D and D. So Kitty and D, uh, it's uh, some some kiddos uh, playing D and D, and Jeff is. Uh, <laughs> I DMing, am DMing. So. I'm, I'm pretty, DMing for an eight and a ten year old. I'm pretty excited. And to hear that. mom. Yeah, um, we actually in our third episode uh, because a family friend. And his kiddo heard about what we were doing. They were like, we want to be a part of that. And, you know, with three people, that's kind of a small party. So we have five people now. So I've got an 80-year-old, two 10-year-olds, one of the 10-year-olds, dad, uh, my friend Jason, and uh, uh, my fiance, mother of the eight and 10-year-old originally in first two episodes. I had to kind of uh, engineer a way to get them into the game in this past uh, this past session. Awesome. That sounds cool. I'm definitely going to check it out. Um, and if, yeah. if you would like to uh, support me uh, or check out some of the nails I'm doing, I'm a musician uh, by trade. That's what I do. Uh, I'm putting out my first album and I've put a ton of work into it. And I really would love if you guys would check out my Kickstarter. 
Um, the album is hopefully going to be out in a couple months, but a lot of that hinges on me making a little money from this Kickstarter so I can afford all the production stuff that still has to be done. So uh, go to kickstarter.com and search for Matthew Carroll, or you can go to mcucast.com and in the little side panel, uh, click on support Matt's Kickstarter, and you can go over to the Kickstarter and watch the Kickstarter video. And let's face it, you want to see what your podcasters look like anyway. It's always weird when you see what your podcasters look like. So, you know, <laughs> you can see me in a little music video talking at you. Um, <laughs> hear, one of the, hear one of the songs that's going to be on the album. So uh, check that out. Uh, we will be back with you next week with more Inhumans talk and hopefully a commissioned episode if we can get all that together by next week. Um, so yeah, see you guys next week. Until next time, true believers. Mm-hmm.